We're back here with Front Office U Fridays here with a special guest. But before we go there, here with my co-host, RK, Ryan. Ryan, how's everything going today? You know, going good over here, Victor. Appreciate it. Getting ready for uh, my second season here at Colgate in uh, upstate New York. So really looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, excited for uh, our podcast as well. We got a really uh, good guest as uh, as we've been rolling with these uh, Front Office U Fridays, Victor. Another Wisconsin lacrosse uh you know alumni on the call joining you so it should be a lot of fun i'm excited for it absolutely we gotta make sure we get all of the university of wisconsin lacrosse folks on here so then we can uh, overtake iowa people that we've <laughs> had on the, on the podcast in the past but i'm glad to hear that it's warm as heck here as you can tell uh, not many people can tell but i have a background of uh, palm beach essentially uh, that's not where i'm located but it is very hot here uh, but besides that, I uh, want to introduce our guest here, Jacob uh, Strandsalen. Um, He's the account executive of uh, University of Wisconsin Madison Legends. Jacob, how's everything going today? Going really well. Appreciate you guys having me on here. We're, we're glad to have you on there. Definitely butchered his last name, but um, if you do want to see how to, to say it, definitely look him up on LinkedIn. But want to just go right away, Jacob, what kind of led you to look into a career in sports and on the business side? Uh, yeah. Um, so when I went to, you know, Wisconsin lacrosse, I originally came in with a PT, pre-physical therapy major. Um, and my intention with that was to actually go into sports still. Um, I thought it'd be fun to be like an athletic trainer, um, for the team. Um, but as I got into things, uh, I decided I kind of just wanted to be more on the business side and never really knew anything about the business side until I got to college. Didn't even know sport management was a major, anything like that. So once I kind of learned more about that, found out what opportunities there are within sports, I decided to kind of shift my focus in that direction. So I switched my major, my sophomore year. Um, you know, wanting to be in sports was, has always kind of been a thing for me when they try to get you to think about what you want to do when you're getting older. Um, the number one thing I've always really loved was sports. And I'm sure you guys can probably relate to that pretty deeply. Um, growing up the big three sports for me, baseball, football, basketball, me and my dad and my mom were always watching and, uh, they were always there to cheer me on at my events. So it was really a big thing for us. And, I decided that when you want to be happy with what you do for work, why not be around something that you already know that you love? So that's kind of why I decided to choose going into the, into the sports industry. Well, that's a, that's a great answer, especially with just being around sports like we all are. Um, it's long hours and everything, but it's exciting to be able to put on a, a pretty exciting show, especially, you know, University of uh, Wisconsin, Madison. Um, but when we talk about sports, obviously you've had a lot of experience prior to that. But before uh, we run into that, like what sports did you play when you were younger? What kind of was um, your favorite sport? Did you have a favorite player? Um, can you kind of let us know exactly kind of what sport was your uh, al alternative, I guess, sport to, to watch? Oh, yeah. Um, most of my my life I was playing baseball, uh, football and basketball that baseball was my favorite when I was young. Um, but as I got to like eighth grade, somewhere around there, basketball became easily and by far away my favorite. Um, then my freshman year, I broke my pinky and had to have surgery by playing basketball, kind of a dumb injury, but, um, I couldn't play football. So I decided to just run cross country instead for that year. And I stuck with it. I had a ton of friends doing it as well. So we kept doing that. 
Um, but basketball continued to be my, my thing. Um, Giannis is my favorite athlete, uh, always has been for a while now. Before that, it was like Brett Favre more on the football side because the Bucks were not very good. Um, but yeah, it, it's always been basketball for me. And, you know, when you work in college, you get to dip your toes in everything. So it's not just basketball I work with here. It, mainly it's honestly football, but going to basketball games, talking about the basketball program, it's a lot of fun for me. Well, I'm glad to, to hear that. And I, I think a lot of us can agree that Giannis is doing some crazy things, especially um, in his early in his career as of right now. When you got to lacrosse, obviously, like you said, you were kind of looking more of the PT, try to be a, more of like athletic trainer, uh, but you kind of shifted over to the business side. Was there like kind of a moment where you were thinking, hey, like, I need to make the decision as many of us do by our sophomore year. We're like, all right, we need to make sure what major we want to do and make sure it's going to be a good fit. Was that kind of when you had the realization of knowing, Hey, I should move over to the sports business side because that's something where I'm really, truly passionate and want to you know, develop my career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, it was when you get through that first year, really, it's all just the gen ed stuff. Um, so it's not too specific. You have like a biology class that's, makes you gives you a little bit of a sneak peek into kind of the sciencey part is kind of your weed out clashes you know um I didn't love that class to be honest um and it just wasn't something that I was sure 100% I wanted to go to school for six seven years for um so my sophomore year I think is when I took intro to sport management um and that was with our assistant athletic director, David Johnson at the time, because we, he was kind of subbing in as a teacher or a professor. Um, and I enjoyed that. Um, and I, that's when I started reading up about it on our web, on the website, seeing what the major was all about, what kind of careers you can really get into. And that's when it really spiked my interest, kind of just that business side, um, getting to the, maybe not all the way to the front office, but, you know, being around a team environment, I thought it would be perfect for me. So. You're not at the not at the front office quite yet. That doesn't mean that you won't get there someday, right? So yeah, just front uh, office you for now. <laughs> exactly. That's the first step in in the in the direction of, of getting to the the you know official front office. Uh, while you were in lacrosse, you were um, obviously doing experience and everything. It looks like you were a media relations intern for lacrosse. What did that kind of entail? What kind of led you to kind of go down that route to really see what media relations was uh, in the sports industry. Yeah. Um, that was a role that, uh, that actually David Johnson is who I did that with. Um, he mentioned it in a class. I decided I really wanted to start volunteering for some things and get some experience under my belt to kind of understand what his day-to-day -day life looks like. Um, so I did volunteer to do that. Mainly what it was, was kind of just like game day preparation and coordination. A lot of like video live stream stuff, um, stats, that type of stuff. Um, but just kind of the, the biggest part of it was just seeing what David did every day. Um, whether that be talking to, to referees, um, organizing who's working, um, running stats to the locker room, whatever it might be. He was a busy guy and he was someone that I got to learn from a lot. Um, I also did like uh, record keeping for like track and field and football all for the website. Uh, it was kind of a jack of all trades sort of role where you just got to do a lot of different random things. That's the the best because that's when you can figure out exactly what you want to pinpoint uh, moving on. And 
was there any other kind of experiences or is there anything that you kind of did in college to kind of set yourself apart to put yourself where you are today? Um, in college, you know, we, we did, uh, I think it was called so wheels for all we did. I think you did that as well. Um, that was an event that I volunteered for before I took the class. So I did that twice. Um, so that was kind of fun. Uh, there was one other event, but it's been a while now. I can't remember what it was called, but it was just like small volunteer things to try to, um, not just be holed up in our rooms and, and doing nothing, you know, you going out to the sport management night events at like the bucks and stuff. We did that as well. Of course. Um, I took, we took a lot of trips to Milwaukee that I always wanted to be a part of just to visit with those people that are already in the industry. You learn a lot from just asking questions and, um, touring around with them, hearing what they do on a day-to-day basis. That was some of the best stuff that I ever did was going on those field trips, basically. I agree. Those field trips were, were great. And with Charlie now with the, the Bucks and everything, Delaney, you know, a lot of UWL graduates are now with the Bucks. And it's kind of cool to see that really kind of stemmed from us having those those opportunities. I will say we had our fun there too. It wasn't just all business. I'm yeah. sure we I'll agree on that. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but kind of moving forward to to you know the Madison area technical college internship, as a lot of us in school know, we do need an internship to kind of push us over the edge, as well as in our case, actually complete our our program in a way. Um, what kind of led you to to do that, and then what did that kind of um, the event and facilities coordinator kind of do to to help you? Uh, kind of see that side of, of the sports industry. Yeah, my event and facilities coordination internship, that was uh, a really fun one. I did miss out on a little bit be- of it because of COVID. Uh, but what led me to it was just a random email that came from like the Sport Management Association to me. Um, just kind of, it was like a detailed outline of what you'd be doing. Um, I wanted to be in the Madison area anyways, because my then girlfriend, now wife was going to school here. Um, so I kind of thought that would be the right place for me and what was going on in my life. Um, so it was the perfect thing. Uh, I applied for that with Billy, uh, who's still a good friend today. Um, that was the things I missed out on were like our youth basketball league that they would do many nights a week. I think it was like Monday through Wednesday. That would have been really, really long hours, something like, um, eight or 9am in the morning, all the way to like 10 at night. Um, I got to dabble in a little bit of that anyways, just different events that like um, overseeing events at our complex, like the softball and soccer complex. That was a lot of what we did because it was outdoors. So COVID wasn't really restricting that. Um, So there was a lot of funky hours that helped me learn. Just you kind of got to sacrifice your time sometimes to get what you want. Um, But Billy, he works really, really hard. He, he does work those crazy hours day in and day out. And he's been doing it for a long time. Um, so seeing that work ethic in someone that can teach you so much, um, that was really valuable to me. And, you know, I still, he still messages me from time to time and I go out there and work some tournaments for him, whatever it might be. Um, so it's, it's a good testament to, you know, never burn your bridges, always, always stay close to the people that helped you out to, to begin your, your journey. So. 
Yeah, that's really well said, uh, Jacob. And that actually leads us kind of a, a perfect transition really into the importance of those relationships um, that you were able to build, uh, not only in your career and your experiences, and you did such a nice job kind of outlining everything leading up to, you know, now where you're at with Legends and uh, working with the University of Wisconsin-Madison. So I feel like it's so important to be talking about the importance of relationship building within ticket sales and within working in a um, you know, sales capacity within sports. So uh, what are some of those kind of key lessons and key pieces of advice that you've been able to kind of develop uh, in your, you know, two years working at Legends? What is your approach towards building relationships? Um, you know, whether it be with clients or uh, even you touched on, you know, how you build relationships with your mentors, but I guess in the context of your job at Legends, like what is your approach as it comes to, you know, building those relationships, um, you know, to help drive, uh, you know, increase ticket sales and, and improve the fan experience yeah um you know my first year was when i um it, it was kind of rusty you know it, it, i think it'll always will be for you. you you learn a ton in that first year but once uh once i kind of got that under my belt i had a manager change in, in my life already um and that is when i feel like i took a step to the next level it was just kind of you got to be real and true to yourself that's the number one main thing you don't want to be robotic. You don't want to be fake. Uh, you know, you have some guidelines as far as what you're going to say to people and how you're going to approach things. But in the end, you have to talk like yourself. Um, you have to, you know, say what you, you would want to hear and, and try to provide that experience because that's what you're selling. You're not selling a product, you're selling the experiences. Um, it's, it's thinking of those great moments that you've had at those sporting events and putting that into what you're saying because that's the most important thing to people. Um, obviously price always seems to be the most important thing <laughs> as well, but um, they, they want to have that good experience. So it's talking to them in a way that paints the picture of what's coming um, and why what you're selling to them is, is really important and, and good for them in the long run. Yeah, that's, uh, that's really well said, Jacob. And like you said earlier on the podcast in your story, it's really just relating to them through saying, yeah, I grew up in Wisconsin. I grew up rooting for the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, this is who I am. And that helps you uh, in turn, you know, develop those relationships that you have, um, you know, with those people that are coming out to the games as well. I, I think that's such a uh, well put way of kind of explaining really what it is what, that you do on a day in day out basis. Um, and you also touched on kind of my next question as it relates to some trends or changes that you've seen in the industry. How how, you know, it took you a little bit. You like you said, you there was so much learning going on in kind of that first year when you had that role uh, as a ticket sales representative with Legends. And uh, now that you're kind of you know in that uh, you know you've you've had a little bit more footing under you. Uh, what are some of those kind of things that you've observed within the industry um, that you either see are trends that are continuing to grow or, or changes uh, even from when you started off? Yeah, uh, there's a ton changing in the sport industry and more specifically collegiate athletics. Um, as we all know, like NIL is a big thing right now, uh, conference realignment. It's really huge right now. And it's good timing. Today, we had a meeting with uh, Dan Jankowski is, is a guy that works at Legends. He is, uh, I don't, I'll probably not know his exact job title, but he's like our president of collegiate partnerships. So he visits with colleges and um, offers our services to them as Legends. Um, he's important in those conversations. And he was here today talking to us about how 10 years ago, collegiate athletics was sleeping. It was not much was happening. And now it's an arms race. There's so much going on. There's money flying everywhere. There's just so many opportunities out there. 
Um, you know, a new thing for Legends is we started a partnership with Kansas um, and it's ever changing. Every few days, there's something new popping up. Um, it's premium renovations. Um, it's fundraising. It's uh, food and beverages. It's a different side of things, but that's, a, that's another part of it. Um, collegiate athletics is going crazy right now and it's fun to be a part of it and see how it's all growing. Um, and when you're part of a company like legends, you know, you, your friends come and go, um, you see all that every single day and you learn more every single day about what's going on. So, you know, collegiate athletics is a fun place to be, but you know, I haven't been in pro sports yet, so I'm sure it's probably pretty similar there as well. Yeah, that's uh, that's really well put and it really aligns with, yeah, the, the current events that's going on within the landscape of college sports and, you know, having just a little bit of a pulse on what's going on within the industry really can kind of help you out and, and maybe separate you from some other people that, um, you know, are just kind of looking to break in without having as much kind of, you know, in-depth industry knowledge, you know, having a little bit more footing um, is definitely something. And I'm glad you mentioned the the Kansas uh, hookup as well. I saw some of the mock-ups for their new stadium. It looks just incredible for um, what they have the potential to do. So, um, um, like you said, there there may be a lot of turnover in certain situations, but um, it still can be utilized to your advantage uh, if you understand, you know, how the landscape is changing, you know, right in front of our eyes and in real events. Um, so I'm glad you were able to hit on that, Jacob. And then kind of last piece uh, as we kind of dive into your experience and, and your job where you're at now uh, in Madison with Legends, what is some advice that you would give to someone who may be in a position that you were in just a few years ago when you were at lacrosse and say you were a junior or senior still going through your internships and uh, you're still trying to kind of figure out your way within the, the sports industry. Like what is some advice that you would maybe have wanted to learn uh, when you were in those shoes uh, just a couple of years ago um, that you now can reflect back on after working in the, in the industry for a few years? Yeah. No, number one thing that comes to mind is just don't sit back and relax. Um, I got pretty lucky myself. Uh, the job that I have, I mean, I've been promoted once, but the job I initially got here was the only place I applied to. Uh, it came, it went really fast. So that's kind of why I didn't need to apply again. But, you know, thinking back, I got super, super lucky. So don't sit back and, and relax. You got to reach out to people. And, um, you know, my, my main approach with the job that I got, well, I got lucky first off with Victor. He was kind of the reason I even found out about it. Um, he was reached out to, and it, it wasn't what he was trying to do, but he knew that I wanted to be in the Madison area. So that's how I found out about my job. And my approach was, uh, I sent a LinkedIn message to my manager, well, my soon-to-be manager, um, asked for his time to hop on a phone call and just talk about um, what the role is and what he's looking for and kind of who I am. Uh, then we set up another phone call. I think I had like four or five phone calls, including Zooms. Um, you just got to be willing to put yourself out there and not sit back and relax and, and wait for things to come to you because it's really probably not going to. Um, you got to be proactive and uh, offer yourself, offer your time to people who, who can offer you that next step. Yeah, that's uh, that's a great message. And, you know, being assertive, being proactive, those are, are really big things um, that, you know, can help, uh, you know, help you out um, if you are in that situation where you're still looking to kind of figure out where it is you exactly fit into the sports industry and what kind of role you may be seeking after. So I uh, really appreciate you hitting on that, Jacob. So we will be hitting on our Flash Friday portion at this point. But just before we get there, I had one more question for you, Jacob, that came up. Just working for the, the Legends brand, just talk about what that kind of represents, because I think there may be a lot of people 
people out there that see, oh, you're working for the University of Wisconsin, but you're also with this brand Legends. And there's so many different ones. We mentioned Kansas earlier, but even going into pro sports, um, as we mentioned uh, briefly earlier on the podcast too, just kind of describe like what is Legends for someone who may not necessarily be familiar and uh, what is it like, uh, you know, to be able to work with them? Yeah, um, it's a good question. Not a lot of people probably know what Legends is. I didn't really until I found out about the job either. Um, Legends at its base is a hospitality company, um, but also on the ticket sales, fundraising, premium side. Um, that's kind of what we focused on is, is the premium aspects. That's why our partnership started at Wisconsin was we had a South End Zone project renovation. Um, so that's kind of where things begin, but then they blossom as you build that trust. Um, you know, when we're working, we don't say we're from legends. We, we call on the phone. It's, this is Jacob with Wisconsin athletics. Like a lot of people wouldn't even know that technically I don't really work for Wisconsin athletics, um, because that's not important. Um, what's important is we're there serving the university and we've been able to, as a company and all the other people that I work with have been able to build that trust, uh, with our university. So things have expanded. We've had more ticket reps. We do more on the fundraising side. We do more on the marketing side. Um, and those relationships that you build will continue more and more. Like our other properties, they they start small and they get big because it's the way that you do things. You, you do the right things for your the people that employ you and they just want to keep trusting you and bring you on for more and more. Um, so Legends is awesome. They offer so much support on the back end. Um, all the people you can reach out to and learn from. Uh, that's a great aspect of being a part of legends, but what comes first is of course the, the college or just professional sports team that you may work for. Yeah, I appreciate you kind of diving into that. I think it's, uh, you know, just good for other people to kind of get familiar with the brand. Because um, I know there's so many people that have aspirations to be able to work in a sales capacity. And like you said, on the premium side, that's a really good opportunity for a lot of people early on, uh, as it was for you. So appreciate you hitting on all those things, Jacob. So um, with that, let's kind of transition the podcast a little bit. Let's go into our Flash Friday segment. So unfortunately, Jacob, we have to put you on the hot seat. We like to give our listeners a little bit of better insight into your personality um, as as much as uh, what it is that you do on a professional realm. So I have to hit on a specific question that you hit on earlier in the podcast when you talked about your background. So being a Milwaukee Bucks fan, being a big fan of Giannis and having some basketball background yourself, I have a hypothetical for you. So let's say you are playing Giannis in a one-on-one -on -one basketball game. And obviously that's a little unfair to begin with, but you are playing to 50 points and you have a 40 to nothing lead. Do you think you could knock off Giannis with a 40 to nothing lead playing to 50? What do you think? <laughs> um, you know what? I think there's an off chance that I can do it. Uh, <laughs> the, the only way is maybe some step back chucking threes to try to get it over his reach. Okay. There's no way I can get to the paint. There's no way I can stop him. If it's make it, take it. I have no chance, but if it's not, <laughs> I can maybe let four, three pointers drop in. We'll see. Okay. I like that. I like the confidence. You know, you got a, a big head start. So you got a little breathing room, but it'll close quickly, just like Giannis's wingspan on your three-pointer. So uh, we have to draw that one up sometime. Maybe that's how you know you've mm -hmm. made a front office when you play Giannis one-on-one. -on -one. So we'll have to get there one day. But uh, Victor, I'll pass it off to you for your Flash Friday questions here. Well, that was a good start of Flash Friday questions. Mine has to go with the lacrosse. So uh, obviously, you know, Clayton, who's one of our other co-hosts, um, and, and Zach, who's, uh, you know, with the, the Diamondbacks, but what's your favorite place at UWL that you remember to this day of like, if I was to 
go back to UWL for, you know, for whatever reason, for more years of college, where would you go on a Friday or Saturday night? Um, Howie's, Howie's is where I would go. The burgers are great. <laughs> the fries are great. It's, it's one of my favorite places. I lived really close by to there when, uh, my senior year. Um, so we went there pretty often. Uh, I never did trivia night. So I missed out on that. I know that's a big thing there, but, uh, I would definitely go there. And I, I also don't want to leave out the wreck because the wreck was a lot of fun playing basketball all the time. So those are my two spots. Howie's is always a, a good good uh, go-to spot, especially for trivia. I, I did trivia once. Our group finished last. I think we got two questions right. So, um, obviously, if you're ever with me and want to do trivia, probably should, you know, choose a different team, even if you don't. <laughs> um, but my my last Friday, last Friday question for you is, if you could go anywhere in the world for a week and not have to worry about anything whatsoever, where would you go and why? Ooh, I have a lot of aspirations for places I want to go. Um, the one that always sticks in my mind, though, is Bali and, and Greece. You know, those are two spots that I fumble with back and forth. I kind of lean towards uh, Greece because Santorini looks really cool. All the white buildings and such and the, the water looks really cool. That would be the perfect place to just do nothing for a week. That's that's my spot, and and obviously Giannis probably has some influence, but yes, <laughs> that's where you'll play one on one. You're exactly right. That's our spot, <laughs> right in the middle of downtown, with everything, so everyone can see around you while while you have nothing to do after. So yeah, you- on on that court with his whole entire body <laughs> on it, exactly. <laughs> you better nurse that lead. You better you better make it count. <laughs> you have a couple of days to relax at least if you lost, so you won't have to be too worried on that end, but. Uh, before we, we end the, the podcast here, Jacob, um, how is our, how can our listeners find you uh, if they're looking to kind of talk to you and, you know, keep the conversation going of, you know, potentially working for legends or just working on the ticket side, sales side in general? Yeah, uh, feel free to reach out to me really in any way. Um, LinkedIn, I'll see it all come through. Um, my email, I, I don't know if you guys have like a description for the podcast, could obviously put that in there. Um, I guess I won't put my phone number on there cause you know, don't know who could see it, but, uh, f- absolutely feel free to reach out in any way. Um, I got quite a bit of t- time at, at the night, uh, well for a little while here until I get my puppy, but, um, I'll, I'll have time to reply to any, any questions you might have. I, I'd be more than happy to, to talk over some things that you might want to talk about. So. Well, we're glad to have you on. And I know it was kind of out of the blue. I think I texted you last week or something like that to, to have you on the podcast, but um, it's been a long time coming. We truly do appreciate you being on the podcast here. And for any of our listeners who are looking to reach out to Jacob, for sure, reach out to him. He's a great individual. And if you're a Giannis fan, I'm sure you guys will get along. So uh, with that, we'll see you here next Friday for Front Office Two Fridays. And we appreciate you guys taking the time. Thank you.